What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the two easies. And this is a concept that was coined by Jim Rohn and one that I recently learned in my heroic training. And it's one that I think is important for us to all be able to understand because it's one way that we can very easily optimize our lives. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. And when it comes to the two easies, what is Jim talking about here? He is talking about how there are things that are easy for us to do, easy number one, and there are things that are easy for us not to do, easy number two. So when we think about waking up first thing in the morning that I have to do before I even drink coffee or do anything else is brush my teeth, right? That isn't easy. That is very easy for me to do, but it would also be incredibly easy for me not to do. And as you listen to this, I'm sure that you know those uncleanly people who actually don't do something as simple and as easy as brushing their teeth every morning, which is disgusting. But there are many things in our life, there are many habits that we can introduce or that we fail to introduce that are so small that they're so easy to do, but that they're also so small that they're so easy not to do. And Clint, I'm curious to know what some of these habits or just daily activities are that maybe pop in your mind. <laughs> As Ashley's talking about brushing her teeth every morning, she habitually every morning before anything else, she brushes her teeth where for me, I wait a little while. I have a few cups of coffee and then I eventually brush my teeth 95% of the days. <laughs> so I think that was almost a shot at me with uh, that comment, but... It actually wasn't, but now that you want to put yourself in class, by all means. There's, I think there's, there's a lot of instances it's easy for us not to do. And I, and I always, I kind of look at work in this concept of there it's very easy for me to do a task that's not necessary or something that's very simple for me to do and I can do it with my eyes closed I would do that more often because of the ease sake of it than actually digging deeper and go down a rabbit hole of what I really need to be getting done and so it's finding those excuses for myself as to why I did or did not do something in that day. Um, there's, you know, like I think of my workload that I have going on right now, there's a lot of stuff I could be doing or should be doing and I haven't done or I've been doing, but not as effectively as I should be, if that makes any sense at all. Little little rambly, but we'll take it. <laughs> and as I understood this concept, I started to think about some of the things that we think have to be massive things in our life in order for us to contribute to our overall well-being. And I think that eating healthy is, is one example. And we think that we have to eat healthy throughout the entire day, every day, all day long, right? And we fail to understand that most Americans are actually malnutritioned, which might come as a shocker because most Americans are also overweight or obese. But what does it mean to be malnutritioned? It means that they're not getting in the appropriate levels of micro and macronutrients. And I think that if you're somebody who doesn't consistently eat produce on a regular basis, 
I think eating food is the most important advice that anybody could get. Eating food means things that our grandmothers would have cooked for us or our grandmothers would have had in their pantries, not all the processed stuff that Americans typically consume on a regular basis. So in thinking about an easy to do or an easy not to do, if you are somebody who does not habitually consume those types of healthy products, even doing something as simple as telling yourself, I'm going to eat one fresh piece of vegetable or fruit every single day, that would be an easy that you can easily start to incorporate into your life if it's not something that you do already. And then from there, it becomes this snowball effect. You know, we had talked recently about the compounding effect, but being able to introduce these micro habits into our lives that allow us to start to compound the health benefits, the health factors, and to improve our health overall. Another easy to do or easy not to do would be to go outside and to walk around in your yard for 10 minutes. You know, one of my favorite things to do, especially when I'm home by myself, is to go outside and sit with this spiritual connection that I have with our horse. I love being out there with her. I love the the quiet and it helps me to notice more of the things around me, the squirrels and the rabbits and the lizards that we have in abundance right now here in this spring in Southern California, and to just connect with myself and with this majestic animal on a deeper level. And just as easy and gratifying as it is to do that, it would be just as easy for me to go out there, throw a couple bales of hay down for her, not bales, I guess, flakes. Mm -hmm. That would be quite a lot, (laughs) bales of hay, and just come inside really quick. But I choose to do the, the first one because it's something that I know is fulfilling to me. And walking around the yard for 10 minutes a day, imagine if you were to imagine seven days a week, you walk outside for 10 minutes a day. You're not only getting the benefits of vitamin D every day from the sunlight, but you're giving getting 70 additional minutes of physical exercise that you probably would not have had you been sitting on the couch all day instead. Yeah. And that's, it's really important to find things like that. And, and I, I'm guilty of not doing that as often as I should myself and I could give you a whole laundry list of excuses, but the point of the matter is, is I should find my connection in that same point. And it's funny that Ashley brought up going out and throwing a couple of flakes of hay to the horse and then just going back inside. I literally just did that like 10 minutes ago. I was just like, oh, I got to get outside, feed the horse and then get back in. And instead of just spending a few minutes, just being in that moment, I rushed through it. And it's finding that for myself that would work to get outside and and to do that because I really like that mantra. And one thing that I've noticed for myself is to actually create a list on my notepad on my phone of what those small things are that are easy for me to do that actually make me feel a little bit more on fire every day. Clint, I recently shared with you, my birthday is coming up. <laughs> you, you knew that, at least I hope so. What? But I recently shared with you that I never ask you for a birthday gift, but this year I actually came up with one because I was driving in my car, going to the post office or wherever I was going last week, and it dawned on me that something that I need in my life every day is to sing. Singing is something that is very sacred to me. It is something I think I'm pretty good at, and yet it's something that I, I keep close to my heart as a gift for and to myself um, just because of what it gives to me. That's my my secret private, I guess, talent. <laughs> I don't know what you would call it. But it makes me 
feel so fulfilled to be able to hop into my car, put on the music that I enjoy, drive the car that I is my dream car, and to just have that moment in time for myself. And so I had shared with you that number one, I need to make sure that I go out and I do that probably one to two times a week just to have that for myself, even if it's me making an excuse to go out and do that. And even if I have nowhere to go, because I know what it gives to me, it's something that fills up my cup every day. Or for me to be able to have a karaoke machine, because I remember when I was much younger, my dad bought me a karaoke machine. And this was the kind that had just a cassette tape. And I would sit there and I would sing in it every day and I would record and then re-record over that cassette tape over and over and over again. And it wasn't anything fancy. And I told you, I would like a karaoke machine that you don't hook up to anything that literally just has like speakers and a microphone to where I can sing acapella if I have to connect my phone to it because I know it might be hard to find something like that nowadays and that's okay, but I don't want it to have to be that way. I just want like a little box, even if it was just some old school radio that you can plug a microphone into because singing for me is one of those things that is very easy for me to do five or 10 minutes a day. It's also very easy for me not to do, but it's something that actually fuels me if it's something that I do every day. So I think that for you, Clint, and for anybody who's listening and something that has helped me to create a list of those things that you know that you could be doing and on a micro level, the things that take five or 10 minutes a day, the things that you know that it's kind of bullshit and you're giving yourself a stupid excuse if you don't do them, but that actually fill up your cup a whole lot more when you do do them. And by creating that list, it acts as a, a sort of reminder and it helps us to actualize and actually do these things on a routine basis. So I hope that you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.